Okay. So you were you were about to tell me a story about you and Marcy going through some CDs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, before I ask you how you're doing, yeah, I'll go ahead and start with the story. Um, so yeah, we were looking through the CDs and uh, we found your your no value. Oh, okay. <laughs> CD and uh, it said George. Oh yeah. Oh, on on the on the CD. Yeah, yeah. And Marcy's like, she points at it and she's like, "What is this? Why?" What is it? He's he was always George. Like he's playing a mind fuck on us now. Like now it's now it's a thing where you're like I'm. I've always been Jorge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in reality, you were actually at one point George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I went through a lot of uh, denying my Mexicanness. Oh uh, yeah. Because of teachers mispronouncing my name, right. that really traumatized me early on. They just could not say Jorge, which I am Jorge. Um, so I went with George. And that lasted until sometime in my 20s where I was like, what am I doing? My mom named me Jorge, so I'm going to go with Jorge. And, uh, yeah, but, I, uh, you know, like, I'll run into people that know me from back then, and it's George, and then everybody that knows me as Jorge is like, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> so it's pretty funny. At what point did that kind of switch over for you? Because the reason I ask is because at some point, I want to say when I started my business, um, because my business cards say Ricardo. Okay. People started calling me Ricardo, and I got comfortable with it. Yeah. And so now when I introduce myself to people, I say Ricardo. But it's, for years, it's Ricky or yeah. Rick. Yeah. yeah no, and, and we, I mean, you kind of have, you kind of have to tell that as well, because, you know, I knew you as Ricky forever. Right. Now I call you Rick. Why do you call me Rick? Because of my screen name, my no, dude, Rick 007. I swear, I don't know. This this goes back to like our reconciliation, I guess, like re meeting each other. It couldn't have been because Marcy hated hated Rick. Hated Rick. Yeah. So if she would have, she would have been like, oh. <laughs> well, I remember like the first time the when we met again. I, I guess we'll call it like you. It was your first date with Marcy. Your initial meeting with Marcy? Yeah, no, no, I, had, I, had, we'd, okay, we'd, we'd been dating for a while. So I, I, I might have when she was describing you, and then it came to me that oh wait, you're describing Ricky. I said Ricky. Oh really? Yeah, uh huh. I remember. She's like he went to Castle Park, talks a lot, Tubby. Uh huh. And, and I was like, like oh Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh my god, you know Ricky? Like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the George Jorge switch, um, I don't know, man. I it's it's. I, it's kind of tough to pinpoint. I so I spent seven terrible months at Hot Topic, and um, working there just to pay rent. And right along there is when I, because I everyone I introduced myself to everyone there. So it gets was right out like right before I I started working there. Um, I introduced myself as as Jorge for some reason. I I, I swear it, it's mostly just to do with my mom. You know, I felt like I was doing a disservice to my mom. Yeah, because she named you that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now you're just, you're like, no, screw that. I'm George. I'm George. Yeah. Because yeah. convenience and shame. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted teachers to be able to say my name. The convenience and shame podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. But yeah, and then, uh, so there's a de definite line where, there's the Jorge people and the George people. Right. And yeah. So is that like a profiling thing too? You're like, okay, I'll put him with the, you meet someone and you're like, this guy's a douche. Yeah, hi, my name is George. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, I'm going to start doing that now. Cause yeah, you could, you could categorize your friends. Yeah. Like, Oh, they're calling yeah. me George. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, a guy who's like, Hey, what's up Juan? I'll be like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. This about? What's this category? This is a whole other category. <laughs> yeah. This is the lower tier, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So shock. So if, <laughs> if anyone's listening, we, you know, you'll hear me as Jorge or George and just know it's me. And, and just know that I cannot call him Jorge. Yeah, that's true. Like I, I this is 29 plus yep. years of programming and uh, conditioning that I cannot, I mean, ask Pavlov about it. I can't, <laughs> Look, I can't. Even now, Al, my brother's, it's George. It's George. Yeah. Well, yeah, I noticed Alex. Yeah. Alex, Alex calls, calls me that. George. Yeah. And so does V. So, you know, that's just, that is what it is. My that's, siblings, my siblings call me Ricky. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And I, and I, I like, I'm, I'm trying to think back on the day, like when the series of events that led to me not calling you Ricky anymore. Cause I, I just, it had to have been that. Cause we, when we, when we started like talking and hanging out again, uh, I had Xbox live Yeah, and it was, my yeah. name was Rick. Yeah, you're right. It's the same one. And so, so maybe that was it. And you're like, Oh, well you're talking, you're talking to me in a game chat with other people. Yeah. And you're saying, hey, Rick, you know, and the other people are calling me Rick. That's so. probably what it is, dude. Yeah. You're 100% right. That had to have been it. Cause yeah. Because I, I was like, why are they calling him Rick? I guess I better call him Rick. Yeah. Jump, uh-huh. on, jump on the, yeah. You don't want to stand out. <laughs> I don't. But I also, yeah. I mean, I don't know if, you know, like at that point, was it something that you hated? Did you hate Ricky? Do you hate Ricky? Maybe you were secretly scared to get the insanity stamp. Yeah. For not conforming. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> like in The Simpsons. But do you hate Ricky? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I don't even hate Rick per se. I don't. Whatever you're comfortable with. Convenience again. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Convenience and shame. <laughs> yeah, convenience and Rearing shame. Rearing its its <laughs> its ugly head yet again. Um. Yeah. So. So, anyways, <laughs> so how's it going, man? How you doing? It's going good, dude. It's going good. I'm glad to be here talking yeah. into a microphone with you. Yeah, me too. Yeah, man. How are you? I'm. I've. I could be better. I could be better. I was trying to silence my phone. Sorry. I just realized like halfway, halfway through this. Or it might make halfway. noise. Hmm? It might make noise. Yeah. It might just go off. And my, for whatever reason, my, my Mega Man 2 ringtone is, is really loud. Yeah. I hear, I hear that sometimes when we're playing. Yeah, dude, it's super loud. Oh, and I think it's just whoever created it. Are you comfortable? Yeah. I just lowered my chair. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause you could. <laughs> Is, is you're good like space wise though? Yeah, this okay. is good. All right, just making sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's some humming and. Yeah, some yeah, humming and I some. I don't know what that I think was. that was a car. Okay. I think that was a car passing by. Very good. So I'm going to have to figure a, a way to insulate that. <sighs> Whatever, dude. It's all good. This sounds good in the headphones. It does. Yeah. It sounds really good. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. I, I was. Um, well, before you got here, I, I did that constructive anguish thing. Yes. Which I may or may not ever share with anybody. <laughs> I shared it with two other people after you gave me positive feedback. Because mm-hmm. I, I gave it to you first, and then I'm like, should I send it to anyone else? Uh, and then when see, your feedback was positive, I sent it to two other people. Mm. But I may or may not make it public on the, the channel, because the channel's not really about that. The yeah. Channel. It's, yeah. About, it's about video games, damn mm-hmm. it. So I don't want to get into like you know existential crisis. On. Yeah, you can. I mean, who knows? Some people might be into it, but 
I could see where it's a conflict of interest. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. But aside from that, I was doing the, uh, the retro quest video and, uh, I was planning to get back into Stardew Valley. Um, I started playing that yesterday and then just got incredibly overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Well, from what I've seen, I'm purposely staying away because I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of re- replaying the Witcher and that's a huge game. Um, full of stuff to do. So if I jump into that, it's going to take me away from the Witcher, which I want to complete because it's so good. Um, and before the Witcher, I was playing, replaying Skyrim, the remaster, um, which is, which is a lot of fun to kind of replay it. But then it kind of dawned on me like, Hey, you didn't finish the Witcher. So play a game that you didn't finish as opposed to replaying a game. Yeah. I struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, I put that box away and then now I'm playing the Witcher and now I'm, I'm fighting every urge to play Stardew Valley because yeah, yeah, because it just it looks like it's gonna meet every need of mine, which is doing stuff in a video game. Talking to Malio right now, and he oh, was discussing <laughs> he was discussing Ark. <laughs> so much fun. And uh, I was telling uh, George that we should have recorded it for the podcast because he was uh, we were basically asking him about Ark uh, survival. I, I think that's the Ark or Ark survival, something Ark. like that. I don't know. But anyway, you, he was describing it, and it sounded like Stardew Valley on steroids, basically. Because mm. Stardew Valley, um, you, it's similar in that you have to eat, you have an energy level, you have... Or do you have to eat? I think you might just have to sleep. In any case, you have to craft things, you have people in the town and stuff. The difference being, obviously, that Ark is online, and a lot of, a lot of that is um, teaming up with other yeah. people. The social aspect, going on raids, etc., in the traditional sense of the word raid, <laughs> which means you just raid, I guess, villages. Yeah. So <laughs> actual raiding. <clears throat> actual raiding. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not the vault of glass here, people. <laughs> no. So uh, Stardew Valley is similar in that it's overwhelming at first because there's so much to do. You there's just a lot of options. Uh, it's I guess it's farming. It's a life simulator, I guess, but because you there's people on there you have to go say hi to everybody and then um it says like next to the people's names like single yeah which tells that implies to me that there's some kind of dating Mm -hmm. thing involved with the game so i'm guessing i'm gonna have to date in the game as well i or i don't know if you have to or if but it's an option clearly uh so yeah stardew is good man but it 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 definitely is it's a time killer and if you're already playing the witcher and you're already playing Skyrim, yeah, that's mm-hmm. way too much on your plate. Mm-hmm. The Witcher, I looked into that, but honestly, if I were going to play any of those, it would be Skyrim. I've, I really, really want to play Skyrim. Yeah, um, with the Bethesda RPGs, Fallout is my... I just, I just like the universe better than Skyrim. Mm. I like that sci-fi... Post-apop. Yeah. Apocalyptic. Yes, exactly. I love it, man. <clears throat> um, but Skyrim, I don't know, man. They just, it's really fun. And I, I, I was talking, when it first came out, I was sharing a story with my brother of, of uh, I was walking, just walking, you know, walking to a place. And then I saw a, a wizard or a mage fighting with some kind of frost monster. And I just, that, to me, I love it. Like, I don't know, I just laughed. And I don't, you know, it's like, they don't, they're not involving me. I'm just standing there watching them duke it out. This was Skyrim. 
Yeah. Okay. The first time we played. I was trying it. to imagine it in Fallout. Not in Fallout. <laughs> okay. But yeah, like like but that happens in Fallout too. You'll you'll really? you'll um you'll see a robot, you know, fighting with a super mutant or whatever. You just I love watching like a bre- living breathing world that Right. I could be in or I can't. I could just observe. I could just walk past it. I mean, that was the dream, wasn't it? It was, man. I remember being yeah. a kid and just being like, man, one day like it's going to be like real life, yeah. but in a virtual world. Yep. And we're literally at that point now. Yeah, yeah. And and I like I had to stop and take a step back and like realize it and then appreciate it. Yeah. Cuz I, you know, I remember playing these games and and being in awe and wonder of it. But, um, you know, also being stoked. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Bethesda, are they the same people that do Knights of the Old Republic? No, is, are the, is that's that Bioware. Bioware, okay. And they're the ones who do Mass Effect. Yes. Okay, I, mm-hmm. always, I always get those confused. Yeah. And then one of them does Dragon Age. That's also Bioware. Is that also yes. Bioware? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Bethesda is probably a little better then because I've kind of... I haven't been able to get into them really. I got Dragon Age, but I I just couldn't get I just yeah, I couldn't get into that one. I couldn't get into it, man. And it just seems like the Bethesda ones do a better job because I mean I did play Fallout and it did grab me, but then you know the de- the Destiny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the pull. Uh huh. I feel the pull to the Destiny. <laughs> um, it pulled me back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, during that, and I and I appreciate you giving me Fallout. So, so just so we could explain really quick, George gave me uh, a digital code for Fallout, Fallout Three, Three, uh-huh. for Xbox Three Sixty, and I played it for pretty religiously for like about two weeks, and then um, my Destiny addiction kicked in. I forget what expansion came out, but that's I think that's what re- what got you back in. Yeah, one of the expansions. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you like gave it to me because you knew I wasn't playing yes, Destiny. Yes, uh-huh. You're like, oh, he'll actually play it, and I and I did. I played it. Um, it was it was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very very uh, immersive. Yeah, man. It's it's full of bugs and weirdness, but if you can get past it, and just have fun and immerse yourself. Whoa! Look at that. And that was the door opening by itself. <laughs> that was I, the door I will opening go close by itself. It. Thank you. You kind of have to lift as you shut it. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Thank you. Like just, just fucking go with it, I guess. Yeah. Like I panicked. I'm like, what do I do? The door is opening. You know, my mind didn't go close it. No. It went. Now what do we do? Pause it. Start over. No. Nuke everything. Yeah. Delete. Delete. No. Go with it. Yeah. Go with it. Um. Fallout? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Skyrim and whatnot. But yeah, that's a. I don't know what they know what they're doing, and and it's it's rad and fun, and um. I, that's what I love to do. I love wandering the wasteland or the Skyrim world alone, um, and just seeing what kind of craziness is going to happen when I'm walking around. So yeah. I I think I'm gonna get Skyrim actually. I'm going to put some time into Stardew Valley and see how that goes. I want to at least put like 30 or 40 hours into it and then, and then go from there. But Skyrim's a game I've wanted for so long. 
And now that there's a remastered one, it's like, dude, you, you have to get yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, probably 30 bucks or something right now. It has to be. It has to really? be on sale somewhere. I, I got it on, like, Black Friday. Did you get, like, a hard copy? Or yeah. Okay. It was cheap. I know you're trying to stay digital, but. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I'm doing that, but. Yeah, sometimes those um, physical copies are cheaper, so yeah. I'm I'm with whatever's going to save me a couple bucks. Especially, yeah, I mean, I'm rebuying a game. I already have that game, you know? Right. <laughs> so if I don't have to pay 60 bucks for a game I already have and played, um, that'd be cool. But it's, you know, my replay, I've, I don't know how many hours I put into it. But, um, yeah, it's it's been cool to to do things differently. Because I remember, I exactly remember, like, oh, this time I did this. Let me do this. Starting off in a different class and whatnot. So it's been cool to do things differently and see how things play out differently. So, so there there are classes? Yeah. There's uh, races. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So, like, does it have, like, elves? And- yeah, there's there's an okay. elf. It's a dark elf, I think. Oh, wow. Dark elf. Yeah, there's a dark elf. Okay. I, I picked, a, the, the first time I picked some, like, I don't know, Aryan-looking dude um i just wanted to be strong you know sword strong sword guy and i think that was the i don't know the exact term but that was like what i wanted to be so this time around i picked the it's like a cat race and i i own i own two cats so i named him geezer just like one of my cats and yeah so i'm a cat i am starting i'm starting to feel like maybe you have a favorite cat Oh no! Would that be fair to say? No, 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 no. Or is it like you love them both equally? I do. I I seriously do. Ali definitely has a favorite geezer, but um, um, I love both my cats equally. The other one's knives. Knives, yes. Knives likes watching TV. Um, but I figured it was a male cat, so I'm gonna name him geezer. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, that stands to reason. Yeah, Yeah, I I could see that. I could. You could follow the logic. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, he's a dude cat. I'm a dude cat, so. I'm just going to name him what I named our cat. But yeah, um, different races, classes and stuff. And, and then um, the like skill tree and, and all that stuff is it, that determines what you want to focus on too. So if you want to be more of a magic type of person, oh, right. you can focus right. all on that. Um, I prefer, I like smashing, like not smashing in, but I like busting into places and just laying waste to whatever is in front of me. So whether that be through magic or a sword or a bow and arrow, I just I don't like sneaking. Even though my my uh, my race this time is kind of focused on sneaking, but right because you're a cat. I'm a cat. A cat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cat. But um, I just like busting in, and and I have heavy armor, and it's like oh here comes the bad dude. I'm gonna chop him down with my sword. So none of this is online. It's all completely offline. All offline. Yeah. I mean, you could see me on there playing Skyrim, but you can't like join. I can't join. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's then, good. yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's always kind of been my preferred method of play is like, let me, I just want to play, you know? Right. Yeah. Definitely. My, as far as multiplayer goes, it's, you know, always been Halo for me for um, getting together or anything like that. Right. You've also dabbled in some Grand Theft Auto. I think right. Yeah. Yeah, I have a uh, my my cabal of dudes that we we go on there. We used to go on there like every week, every couple of days, but it's kind of fell off. We'll go on right. there, but we really we honestly just like mess around. It's funny cuz that game's been out for so long. Like I got it for PS3 mm-hmm. initially. Uh before I think before PS4 came out or maybe around the same time it came out. No, yeah, it was it was oh, so you got it for PS3 when it came out for yeah. PS4? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I did. Um, and, uh, cause I didn't have PS4. Yeah. I, I didn't get it until the destiny yep. bundle until someone t- 
talked me into that. Oops. <laughs> um, and just a little background. No, I'll get that's 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 a, another that's, that's another, another conversation. But in, in any case, um, Grand Theft Auto, it's on sale right now at the store, and it's another one where like I had some store credit <laughs> from a I got a Christmas gift. Okay, and uh, I was like, should I get Grand Theft Auto? I was like, should I get it? And ultimately, I ended up on Stardew. But I really, I mean, because the game's been out for what three years now. Yeah. It's still sixty dollars. Dang, yeah. I mean, like you said, you probably get a digital or um, a physical, physical copy for much cheaper. Mm-hmm. The the single player, like you know that that was fun. Um, I passed it and it was great. I don't have any desire to go back to it. Mm. Um, but they really like those guys are good at building that world. There's an online component as well, right? Yes. So you. That's completely separate from single player. You just create your own dude, and um, there's so much stuff to do. Like they just their most recent expansion was a, uh, I think it's a business. Yeah, so you can have like a drug business, and it's almost like how um, what was that young man's name that came in talking about Ark? Uh, Melly. Yeah, so he was talking about how people can raid. Right. Uh huh. So same thing. Uh, you could have like a like a business going in Grand Theft Auto, and then a an, uh, rival gang can come and just destroy yeah take your money or what your crops or whatever what yeah so it's you know if you have like a like a a steady group of people that you trust and whatnot and you want to play with um that sounds fun but i you know whenever i get my friends on there it's you know literally just us destroying everything and then you know we just it's almost like we use it like a like a chat room you know right yeah yeah you're you're letting off steam exactly discussing life i just got off of work and and i just want to sit here for a couple hours yeah because you can press man and and yeah it's a lot of fun that sounds cool yes so that's the perfect that online mode is perfect for that yes that's one of those games that i've kind of thought about getting since i did get it for ps3 but i think i got a ps4 like right after that and it just fell to the wayside it did yeah and i and i kept saying you know what i'm gonna get the ps4 version yeah because i saw that it had like a first person yeah (laughs) yeah and i thought for that alone it would be worth it just just for that first person mode alone just to be able to explore a city and i mean again you know i i'm never i never stop being impressed yeah dude like i still have that like perspective like because i I, maybe because i'm a retro gamer Mm -hmm. at heart and i still very often will go back and play you know, Mega Man 2 or, or Super Mario Brothers or even Metroid, uh, all these old games. So I'm still kind of from that perspective of being blown away by modern games where I feel like people I speak to a lot seem to be kind of jaded. <laughs> and they're like, hey, this this isn't, you know, this isn't that great yeah. or, or that, that sucked. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot, oh, that's garbage or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I'm still so impressed. And blown away by the way games have evolved. Uh, I was watching a video last night on YouTube because I I love these like uh, retro video game uh, videos that are on there. And there's this guy. His name is is it Slope? It's either I think it's Slope's Game Room. I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. Um, we'll never hear this anyway. <laughs> um, I'm being polite. But he. Uh, he posts videos and they're like history of video game series. And he posted one 
recently that was the Metal Slug series. Oh yeah, man. And but at the beginning of the video, he does this thing where it's like, this is how video games were, and it shows Pong, and then it shows like Atari Twenty Six Hundred, mm -hmm. and then it shows like Nintendo, and then it shows uh, Sega Genesis Super Nintendo, and it just shows like the evolution. And they're like, that's when it got to that point where like, you know, video games are never going to look better than this. Yeah. And then, of course, we got to the, you know, Sony yeah. Polygon era, I guess you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. And games went kind of in a, I don't know, <laughs> they were ugly. They were, yeah. they were ugly. Yeah. Uh, going back and playing PlayStation 1 games, unless they're pixel art games, um, they're crap. They're yeah. ugly. But he was basically saying that the Metal Slug series was like the height of 2D okay. gaming. Mm -hmm. Like that was, so yeah, I look at it from that perspective of that's what games were. This is what they are now. They're kind of what I always dreamed they would be currently. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's, uh, that's a happy place to be. Yeah, man. I was watching the, I don't, I, I know we discussed it earlier, but we didn't really get into it. Uh, the new Resident Evil. Okay. Uh, it's first person sh uh, perspective now. It's uh, horror. Okay. Uh, but it also has a VR. It's VR mm -hmm, compatible. Mm -hmm. So you can now experience it like you're in it. You're in it. You're yeah. in it. Yeah. So have you done any VR? No. Okay. My friend John uh, said it was a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's, this is, this is it. Like, this is the next thing. Like, they wanted 3D to be the thing, but it's actually VR. So. I'm actually super interested in um, in getting VR. I'm I'm worried, but <laughs> at the same time excited at the possibility of it. I, I definitely want to try it. You know, I I can't say anything about it until I try it. But um, you know, eventually that it'll be accessible to everyone, price wise. Um, and just like any new technology, you know, like like you said, 3D was was supposed to be the thing, but and that when that got introduced it was like geez man his price point is ridiculous uh -huh. but um you know i've i've uh i sorry i work in a mall and um who came by the mall i want to say samsung um they brought during uh right before holiday they brought like their rig to the food court area oh okay i thought they were you were gonna say they went into your store. no no like, no Whoa. um they were just there for a day and you know if I wasn't a germaphobe, um, I would have tried it, you know, but oh, right. I'm definitely afraid of putting on a headset that millions of others have tried already. Right. Yeah. Um, get lice or skin. Yeah. Or it's, you know, I'm microscopic just, germs. <laughs> that's just how I am, dude. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I just kind of watched people experience it and right. seeing that was rad, you know, because, um, I've heard it. I've heard it discussed on on an, uh, another podcast where it's like, it, like people that aren't video gamers, core gamers, whatever you want to call them, are experiencing this, and they're just being blown away because, you know, they don't keep up with with things like this that you know that we we do every day almost. Um, so them them kind of being maybe they played a game here or there, and them kind of being reintroduced through you know, to to the art of video games. It's an art through VR, it's kind of rad because for so long there's been this just like, are video games legitimate? There's this kind of, you know, they're, they, people see games as just throwaway as like, a, you know, nerds, so to say. I, I think there was a little bit of that 
during like we the first mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. we where you saw like a m- mainstream I yes. guess audience yes. mainstream acceptance really gravitate towards something and it was because it was so interactive and it was oh look you're moving around and you use your arms I think what turns people off is the complexity. I talked to some of my friends that I remember playing video games with them when we were kids. I remember uh, borrowing games from them. I remember them borrowing games from me and I remember playing games with them. I'm, that was redundant. Um, (laughs) uh, They tell me like, I'm like, Hey, we'll try this. And they're like too many buttons, (laughs) you know? And then you look at a controller, you have a pad, two sticks, like eight buttons, a touchpad. You know, I mean, well, like 10 buttons. It's really. intimidating. It is. Yeah. And and so hopefully with VR, it, there is some more mainstream acceptance to it. Because I don't, like as a fan of video games, I'm kind of torn because on one hand, I don't feel like it needs to be mainstream. Clearly, it's, it's surviving and thriving as it is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't want to see it die. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not something I want to see go away, which I don't think it'll ever go away, but, um, the advancement could certainly stall or halt even, uh, especially right now with the way, uh, systems are going where they're, they're kind of going away from the model that they've been doing, which is new systems, uh, the PS pro, the PS4 pro and the score project Scorpio, whatever Mm -hmm. it's actually going to be called probably just Xbox one. Us yeah, or some yeah, some yeah. weird uh-huh. <laughs> something like that. Xbox One and a half. Yep. Or Xbox One and some. That's that's a good one. Dang. Xbox. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, that would be horrible. That would be terrible. That'd be a disaster. <laughs> like, why did we listen to Ricardo? Yeah, why did we listen to that podcast? <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, they they're going away from that that model. So things are changing. So, you know, I I do. I would like there to be more mainstream acceptance. However, uh, do I think it's necessary? Yes and no, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I, so I, really, I, what I'm saying is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A we, whole we lot just, of nothing. We just just went in circles. Just went in circles. Yeah. No. I, I mean, the one thing I would like to see is some of my favorite makers and these people that think of these things and create these things. Like, to me it's as important as my favorite album or a movie that I enjoyed a lot, you know? And I guess the mainstream sees that as well. Like, Oh, that's a good album. That's a great movie. Let's give them an award. You know? Um, I just, that whole nerd in the basement, you know, just staring at a screen thing is what irks me. And, and, you know, ultimately dude, I, I know that's not the majority of us. You know, we, we have a job, we, have friends, we socialize, we go out, we do things. Um, and that's just a way to decompress or, you know, something we just, it's a hobby. It's just like any other hobby. Somebody goes biking, somebody does whatever. And I just, you know, shaking off that, that, um, I don't know, that persona, you know, would be nice. Right. The stigma, the stigma. Thank you. The, the nerd in the basement, the nerd in the basement lives with his parents type thing. Yeah. You know, and, um, like that's not us, you know, yeah. and and that's not a lot of us. No, I most gamers I know are are not that yeah. actually. Uh, here's the thing, I I guess I'm I'm kind of uh, 
I'm discriminant on who I play with age wise. So I can't, oh, dude, I, yeah. I can't really speak for like the younger generation, but most of the people that I play with that are my age, um, they, uh, they all have jobs and actually most of them have kids. There you go. <laughs> so I'm like, and imagine that. I mean, uh, I think it's John that you, um, or what's his name? All of them. Yeah. Like John, Chris. But I, I always hear, I always hear that. Like, oh, I was playing this game with my kids and I'm like, dude, that's so rad. Like, oh, I know. like you're passing that, that down, yeah. you know, how, how fun must that feel? It's so lame. But like, sometimes when I think about like having a kid, that's usually what I imagine is like playing video games with them, you know, like, okay, you're old enough to watch Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to watch Star Wars. Like I, I've been watching these videos on YouTube where like, um, they it's the scene where you know i am your father yes yes that scene and kids reacting to it and i'm just like dude this is this i will sit there and watch them for like half an hour different videos and i'm like man i i, I that would be awesome to do that to play video games with them and stuff so yeah i mean yeah that would be super dope <laughs> yeah that but that's one of <laughs> one of the good things versus right <laughs> yeah yeah what we might see as other Right. factors that right. you know has stopped us from having kids exactly <laughs> yeah because everyone that has them that i know that's a guy is like don't do it <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh it's it, it's amazing this is and th- this is like almost universally what they'll say yeah is they'll they'll look at you and they'll be like it, it changes your life it's the most amazing thing that ever happens to you you're never the same after it's an amazing experience your pers- your perspective on life and Everything, money, everything just completely shifts. You appreciate your parents. All the, They say all this, it's almost like a, I don't want to say it's rhetoric, but you, you've heard it so many yes. times. Uh, and then and then at the very end, they look at you and they go, but don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that is 100% true because um, in my line of business, which is footwear, I deal with a lot of parents and, you know, putting shoes on kids and just helping them out in general. And they have all told me don't have kids. They're like, they'll ask me, Oh, how old is your kid? They'll just see me and they'll assume that I have kids. And I'm like, I don't have any. And they're like, Oh good. Or, <laughs> or don't. And yeah. And yeah. And I, I listen like, to, you know, and, but also just mix with my personality. I know myself best. I know that that might not be that good of an idea. I'm pretty selfish and it takes a lot for me to not be selfish. And I mean, who knows that might be the one thing that snaps me out of it, you know, but for now I'm good. And you know, it's funny that you say that because you say you're selfish and you're smiling as you say it, but there's like this, I don't know, like a negative connotation with it, I guess. And you know what I mean? Yeah, but totally. is, it, is it really that bad? <laughs> nah, not at all. No, I mean, if you're not hurting any, I, I mean, have, if, if you yeah. do, if you do have kids and you're neglecting them due to your selfishness, then yes, you're yes, hurting. At that bad. point, you're now hurting someone mm-hmm. and that is bad. Mm-hmm. But if you're selfish and you know it, you know, and you don't have any, and you're not neglecting, you know, people that are dependent on you or whatever it is, it's not such a bad thing, yeah. you know, and I, there's such a negative connotation on it, which I, I think it's funny. It's one of those little things in life that it's, the perception isn't always reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because uh, you, you think of selfish and you immediately, like, your brain immediately um, snaps to something. Something bad. Yep, yeah. yep. And sometimes it's not that case. No, sometimes being selfish is good. And there's, I know people personally that could, could use 
like could stand to be a little more oh, yeah, selfish. Definitely. They're like, dude, if you just take care of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, like God, stop bending over backwards for everybody. Yeah, except know? yourself. Except yourself, exactly. Yep. Yep. So we got a little off track there. What were we talking? <laughs> um, we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about Resident VR. Evil. We're talking about VR. Resident Evil Seven, right? Having children and 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 selfishness. Yeah. The the definition of it. <laughs> Oh, dude, I just noticed your shirt is clockwork orange. Yeah, um, found it at, there's a store here in San Diego called Pack Rat, and um, he sells a lot of vintage stuff. So Allie, my girlfriend, saw this on the rack, saw that it was my size. She knows my love of Kubrick and this movie in particular, and I bought it. Is that your favorite Kubrick movie? (sighs) Ooh. (laughs) The dramatic pause. That that was completely real too. Um, I saw you just like. Oh. I don't know, man. I I swear I watch Full Metal Jacket once a month. Really? Yes, I swear to you. So I guess that that I mean to me that sounds like that's my favorite movie. Um, I have a friend who can recite like all the insults from the the commanding officer. Yeah, they're so good. He's just he he and he he gets into character. Oh man, it's so great. I want to have him on the podcast one day. Yeah, but. Definitely my favorite director, but I, I mean, I guess I have to go Full Metal Jacket. I don't know why. I really don't know why, but I just go back to it. Always, mm. always, always. Um, but Clockwork Orange showed me that, and and mind you, the first time I saw it, I remember my brother telling me, and my, and my brother's like, you know, we grew up super religious, so him kind of showing me, like telling me about Kubrick, Clockwork Orange, like I was young, man, and I just kind of, he didn't really say here's the movie, go look at it. He was like, you should watch this movie. And that's all he gave me. You should watch this movie, Clockwork Orange. You should watch this movie, Full Metal Jacket. But I didn't, we didn't have a VCR. I didn't have access to it. So, but that's all he said, you know, and that stuck with me. So then I went to seek it out. And uh, luckily there was an older kid on my block and going to Blockbuster. And, and I told him like, dude, like my brother said, we should watch this movie. And he's like, all right, well, let's rent it. So we went to Blockbuster, you know, rode our bikes over there, whatever. He rented it, and we. How old were you at this at this point, dude? I I don't remember. It's gotta be like twelve, oh, eleven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, because that movie's a mind fuck. But yes, that, you're right at that age at that point uh-huh. where you're kind of your mind's expanding. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like like we do adult thing. Yep. I, well, I'm saying adult and I mean it in the actual. <laughs> yes, I got you, man. The actual adult. Yes. Like, yes. Themes. Not uh-huh. anyways. But yeah, we, we rented. I'm pretty sure it was clockwork first. And it like kind of made me snap into stop hurting things. Oh, wow. Because mm-hmm. that is kind of the overall message of the film, right? <laughs> stop being mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and. Um, atrocities yeah atrocities dude yeah those are there's some violence in that that are just like unnecessary you know (laughs) like just (laughs) completely unnecessary and it just made me be like man that's messed up you know like and yeah it's just messed up so then um then full metal jacket just made me really look at war i I, uh, younger like probably when you met me i was just really into civil war dude and we used to go to the i used to go to the library at at school um in montgomery and check out this book. It was like an oversized book of the Civil War maps. Oh, dude, those are so yeah. good. So I would just check that out like every week. 
and just yeah. look at it and look at it and look at it and look at it. And I was so obsessed with war. I would draw and build tanks out of pink erasers and whatnot. But that film made me realize how messed up it is um, because it's just messed up. Sometimes, well, I guess one time in history necessary, but, um, you know, that particular war was Vietnam. And I don't, I, I don't know. Was there any point to that? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know either. We weren't alive. Yeah, I um, would. I. It's almost. I don't know. I think we'll like people look back on it because of just the time, the mm-hmm. turbulence of the '60s, yeah, yeah, and '70s, and I think when people think about that war, they feel like it was probably not necessary. Yeah, but I I don't know how much of that has to do with where it was at. And all, you know, there's so many factors. So many it's, factors. It's uh-huh. so easy to oversimplify it, but also, I think a big factor of it was that people were, you know, people on their in these uh, suburban, you know, world now that was in the mid-century, because you had the 50s, which was post-war, and it was all this, um, you know, prosperity, and and everything was going so great, and then it, you had these almost cookie cutter, like, you know, perfect world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the suburban, you know, the, the, the mom and the family and everything. The was, white picket fence. Yeah. It was like this utopia of like the American dream at that time. And, and then all of a sudden people in those neighborhoods, their kids were dying. Yeah. And, and, and you could watch it on TV and you could, you could go outside and you see, Oh shit. He's knocking on the door. Yeah. He's got the flag in his yep. hand. This is going to happen right now. And, you know, Tommy across the street or whoever is dead. Yeah. And so that's a huge part of it, I think, because it, it broke the illusion of what was built in the post-war America, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, I, I'm no expert on sociology or anything. We but are not. I, but when I look at it, I just I see the 50s as like this almost utopia you know what i mean and maybe that's because i wasn't there and <laughs> yeah obviously yeah. they're outside of perspective yeah there are darker elements mm-hmm. always regardless of perception um and but it, it seems to me like at that time it was almost like the american dream had had was fulfilled yeah from my perspective mm-hmm. anyway i mean i'm sure there were people that were miserable then yes of course whatever but it just seemed like perfection and then all of a sudden people were dying yeah and you, and, and you're right television Television was new. You know, we, we forget that there was not that, that you couldn't just sit in your living room and see war Yeah. prior to that. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't just hit flip a button, it, yeah. flip yeah, flip a button, <laughs> and now you're seeing death, yeah. real death, and you're seeing war, real war, right there. You know, there's no, it's not this distant thing that's happening on another, it's it's in front of you, and it's in your neighborhoods, and it's it's happening. And so, yeah, I think I think that had a lot to do with the perception of that war. Yeah. And uh, you're going to probably <laughs> uh, well, look, this is the truth. I've never seen the second half of that film. No, right on. I, I get to the boot camp. Yep. Yeah. I get to the end of that mm-hmm. scene and the shift in tone is impossible for me to handle. And I know Kubrick did that on purpose because yeah, yeah. he's a he's a fucking genius yeah. and he doesn't do anything on accident. So that tone shift is intentional, but when that movie flips from boot camp to you're now in Saigon, is it? Yeah, yeah, Saigon. Um, I can't like I I just clip my mind just turns off, 
anything you want. Yeah, and, and you're missing you're missing out the one of the most famous scenes. Dude. Gonna, He's so gonna, horny. <laughs> well, I I do. Yeah, I mean, obviously you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will rectify that mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, you should literally just watch that. I don't don't skip boot camp and go skip yeah. boot camp and just you really have, you probably have boot camp ingrained in your mind. I've seen boot camp. Yeah, twenty times. Yeah, dude, you, you <laughs> just skip it and and watch the second half is is obviously the boot camp is the strongest part of the film. Yeah, but watching Joker, right? Who, who we're gonna follow after that? He becomes the like the main character. The yes, protagonist. A protagonist. Um, watching Joker, what he goes through and realizes and and whatnot is is really rad. It's really yeah. rad to see. Yeah, man, really rad to see. Oh, I need to see that movie. Yes. So Full Metal Jacket then your <laughs> your favorite Kubrick Full Metal Jacket movie. is my favorite Kubrick movie. FMJ. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, man. It's funny. I I actually. Uh, I didn't aside Full Metal Jacket. I think was the only Kubrick film I had ever seen hmm. growing up, and again, just the beginning part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, like you know, teenage years. Yep. Um, or on, you know, they would show it on TV or whatever. I never, um, I never saw any of the other ones. Yeah. I, I didn't see them until I was much older, an yeah. adult. In fact, I didn't see Space Odyssey until my thirties. I my brother tried to make me watch it well, mm, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I was like. Mm, mm-hmm. No, yep. let's watch something else. Yeah, after Star Wars and Star Trek. Oh yeah, that's it's way it's too hard to go back to slow of a pace. Yeah, yeah. But it, as an adult, I I saw it and I, I thought, wow, you know, wow. Yeah. But you know how much of that is influenced by the fact that I knew it was wow before. Yeah, I even watched it. You know what good. I mean? But I guess you could watch something and just be like, oh, this is garbage. Yeah, but I respect Kubrick so much and I I love his work so much that. It's hard to go. This is garbage. I didn't get the end. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just. I don't just, know, man. It's. I looked it up online, and it's open to interpretation. Yeah, it is. But I you, just. Have you listened to, uh, um, Echoes Pink Floyd while that plays? No. The rumor is that he approached them to write that to write the music for. I don't know if it's the whole film or just that end sequence, and if you play. Uh, I think it's side two of Echoes. Uh, hopefully, I'm right here, um, and match it to that last sequence. It's that's what it's for. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh! See, that's a game changer. <laughs> I but have yeah, to that's, do that. It's another and, another rumor, you know. Like who knows? But it's pretty rad to actually see it happen. Don't worry, I am. I'm not condoning, but I'm sure online you can find one that's already synced. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. See, and this I'm speaking from doing this. You, you know, did it years yourself, ago, but yeah. like a turntable. My, yeah, my friend and I with uh, a crank. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and a we, projector. And a projector. Uh huh. We had to film, you know, line up the film, the slides and whatnot. But yeah, it's all funny. Like you can go online now and just probably find a sync of that. Yeah, I got the um, uh, what is it, Wizard of Oz? Yeah. I, yeah. I downloaded it synced. See, and we and, and we did that old school back then as well. We're really? Like, Let's watch it. Like you know, press well, play. I had heard about it. I yeah. didn't have, I didn't have access yeah. to that stuff but yeah it's funny is i hear it through the headphones yeah, but i don't, I don't hear, hear it, it. Uh-huh. like where is that coming from it stopped so okay, okay whatever mm-hmm. um yeah uh, i downloaded it synced uh like 10 years ago because we were we were living in the townhome at that yes. point and um got ridiculously stoned and watched it <laughs> yeah that's usually the i didn't think it completely like it didn't 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It did, uh-huh. but I mean, it did it, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Like I've done more accurate, like accidental ones where, like, I'm listening to music yeah. and flipping the channels. Holy Whoa. smokes! Whoa, I am sorry about that. I was supposed to. I was supposed to sign out of my messages. It's sorry. AOL Messenger. No, it's the. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what it is. Echoes lines up or syncs up better than um, Oz. Does it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Wow. I. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna look for that. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed 2001. It it wasn't bad. Yes. Did you ever watch Doctor Strangelove? No. How, however, my my brother-in-law, he loves that movie. No, I think you'd like that, dude. Really? Yeah. He, he'll he quote it and stuff, and mm-hmm. then he'll be like, you haven't seen Dr. Strangelove? I'm like, dude, we've, we've had this conversation. I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, uh, other classics that I haven't seen that I'm repeatedly mocked for, um, Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Um, up until last year, I hadn't seen Apocalypse Now. Okay. Or a couple of years ago. Amazing movie. Yeah, that's another God. t-shirt I have. Really? Oh, dude, that <laughs> Film t-shirt collection. That movie, I watched it. And it stayed with me for like two months. And when I say it stayed with me, I mean, I thought about it. Yeah. Like throughout, I'd be doing something and I would just think of Thor. <laughs> yeah. Thor. Yeah. Like I just, it stayed with me. Yeah. That's that movie just, it permeated my soul yeah. and it, it altered me. And I think good art does that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. Um, whether it be a video game. Yeah, exactly. Or a, a photo or whatever a film. I, it, good art affects you. Mm-hmm. That movie affected me yeah. deeply. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what other classics. <laughs> um, Clockwork Orange. I'm not going <laughs> to mock you here, dude. <laughs> I have not seen Clockwork Orange. I haven't. And you would think because I, I love um, The Shining so much. Great. Um, I love that movie so much. Like I love it. And, and the funny thing about the shining, I'm sorry. I'm just like totally like ranting now, but the funny thing about the shining is that, um, I hadn't seen that until I was an adult either. I, uh, I grew up kind of afraid of scary movies. I wouldn't watch horror films at all. And Marcy loved horror films and I would be like, nah, that's stupid. You know, it's dumb. It's not scary. And, and then, uh, when I watched the shining, I was like, holy shit. Like what, what was that? That was insane. I'm in love. That's my favorite horror movie. Like, oh my God. I feel the same. It's not, it's not typical. I'm just going to cut someone open gory fest. Like it's so much more than that. Oh dude. It's, it's, and then I don't know if you've ever seen that documentary. Yes. I saw that like. Um, when it came out mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my gosh, like it's, it, there was even more cause I didn't know any of that stuff. I saw the movie and I loved it. And there was something about it that it was just, I loved it. I, I think part of it for me was the hotel. Yeah. I just love, um, places like that. Uh, I love movies that are contained in, in one space, like I don't know, reservoir dogs, breakfast club, mm-hmm. like they're, they're in one spot and you kind of fall in love with that place. What is that? Sounds like a motorcycle to me. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I think. Yeah, it's back there. It sounds like, right? No? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, but I love I love things that are contained that way. Definitely cleaning that door next time. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange Love is not Kubrick, is it? Yeah. It is. Yes. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, it's black and white. Yeah. Um, that's good, dude. I don't I don't want to say I I think that's I think you're gonna really like that one. You have to watch it though. But okay. I think you will really like it. Especially being us being such big Simpsons fans. Oh, because there's so many references. Yeah, well, the big one is Homer. The bomb. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it have the beatniks as well? Or did the Simpsons add that part? No, nah, I think the Simpsons added that. <laughs> but but there like there's a character that's very much... Beatnik? Well, like not, like anti-beatnik. Oh, really? Yes. Uh-huh. It's very good. Huh. <laughs> I love how just the word makes you laugh. It makes me because I just, immediately, I immediately, like immediately picture like just this. I, I have, I have a, a specific image in my mind, and it makes me laugh. What, what, what is it? <laughs> like a beret. <laughs> uh, that the flavor saver. The flavor. Uh, you know, like, like I just, I'm, uh, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Sandals, right? Yeah, yeah. And like uh, pants. A turtleneck, maybe. Yeah. Like a, you know, like a legitimate beatnik. Not nowadays. Like a nice, nice nineteen fifties. Are, are there beatniks now? Is that coming? Oh God. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I feel like that just kind of melded With into hipsters, hipsters yeah, scenesters, yeah, whatever you want to call them. That's a beatnik nowadays. It's it's also um, it's all very blurry to me. Like as a 35 year old unhip yeah. dude and yeah. I, I just look at it and I'm like they all look the same I, I don't know what's a hipster or a scenester or like I guess a hippie hippies kind of look the same really because I think like they kind of look like hipsters I don't know well because hippies still have you know they still wear sandals and smell mm. whereas a hipster kind of cares what, how they look I don't know man right you know their uh, rules yeah, their rules to being a hipster but we're not aware of these we're rules. not aware of these rules that's funny. Mm-hmm. But number one is he moved to North Park. Ah, oh, uh-huh. that's number one. You used to live there. I used to live in Golden Hill. I want to make sure I differentiate the two. You didn't live in North Park? No, I lived pre, in Golden like Pre-gentrification? Golden Hill. Pre-gentrification. Yes, I, I was actually, I was probably, you know, part of it without knowing I was part of it. 18 years old, moved out of my mom's, and we moved, moved with a roommate. I moved into this um, apartment place, and we were... Well, I guess, I mean, I'm Mexican, so whatever. I was just another Mexican moving in, but my roommate was white. Mm. And um, in the complex, there's probably, one, there's like five apartments or so. And the, the whole complex was filled with Mexican families, like ones that I grew up with. Who were anxious to use your white friend as a personal reference. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I remember them talking about her, but she also spoke Spanish. So it was kind of funny the day she confronted them. Oh really? Yes, that was kind of funny. Um, you had a female that, roommate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, oh. nothing weird going on. No, no. Uh-huh. Dude, I could totally, yeah. Like I, some people are like, no way, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? It was cool. I um, just, I don't get why. Yeah, yeah. Some people, people immediately, immediately, that's what they their minds go to. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, they respected her after she put them in their place as far oh, as she? yeah you know how mexicans can get man i do so I do. yeah she put them I, in i'm also mexican <laughs> yeah i should she, probably say she puts them in 
in their place and there was just nothing but respect after that but then i slowly started seeing each of the families Disappear. like leave mm. and luckily like you know i've been the golden hill here now now and then and and like that same area where i was at looks a little bit the same but there's some major changes and like it's not it's like a definite black and white change in in some parts and i'm like whoa dude i remember that family that lived there and i'm you know like they're gone because everything's repainted and, and it's like the apartments now have a name mm, it's like the the palisades apartment yeah building yep and 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 you know there was it's probably a million dollars to rent now right but it was it was a awesome little place man like it kind of happens without you noticing yeah 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 i I took this picture i took this picture the other day i'm just gonna pull it up on Mm. my phone because i you have to see it to understand Uh, okay this is the picture okay um do you notice something in that photo that the the towering sky rise no lower do you see that little car there that uh a little car what little oh the white one that's like a bluish oh that the one back there that is a tesla road oh okay (laughs) it is when i moved into that neighborhood (laughs) there is no way in fucking hell you would see a tesla roadster in that neighborhood yeah that is an expensive little car yep and there is no way like when we first moved in there two years ago mm-hmm. no way you'd see that car park there and now you see that car of park course there. you yeah. see mercedes you see, you're starting to see these cars where you're like holy crap it's changing like it's totally changing and it, it happens without you noticing sometimes you know it wasn't until i looked at that picture and who did i sent it to somebody they're like oh nice tesla and i'm like dude that that would have never been there no way it was there was still danger um, in the neighborhood yeah even even when we were growing up like we there would be no reason for us to go there because just based off of our association with chula vista something might have bad happened to us if we're in that neighborhood oh yeah if you go to sherman heights (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you're in trouble yeah exactly so the fact there's a tesla there is a little hilarious a little sad (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go yeah i I agree it's it's a little sad a little bit man you know it'd be nice to I don't know, man. Like I, I immediately, I immediately think of those families, you yeah. know, like that was their home for God knows how long. And where are they starting over in some other terrible quote unquote neighborhood? They're in Spring Valley. There you go. Huh? Yeah. Which I, I, I feel is, um, yuppie, like, like there's no way the yuppies will get to Spring Valley, man. No, they want to be on the coast. Yeah, man. yeah, you know, like they want that's, that ocean breeze. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And bars, dive bars, man. Oh yeah, dive bars. Oh yeah, man. Good lord. Well, we went off the rails there. No, that's good. Yeah. I like going off the rails, yeah. man. I think yeah. those are the best discussions because it's like I feel like you start off and you're like thinking about what you're talking about. And then oh, yeah. at and then, some point your mind kind of flips over and yep. you're just talking yeah. and you're, you forget there's a microphone and you forget all of that. And yeah. those, that's the best part. Yeah, definitely. Yes, sir. Yeah, we should wrap it up. Okay. All right. Well, if you listened to this far, thank you for listening. Yes. Once again, Rick, Ricardo, Ricky, George, AKA Jorge. See you guys later. <laughs>